0: it's wednesday so that means there's a new episode out on the holistic hustle today we're doing a solo episode and we're talking all things change but focusing on internal change and doing things for ourselves and loving ourselves a little bit better rather than focusing on the external so i hope you enjoy it and thanks for tuning in I'm your host, Jessica Riga, and welcome to The Holistic Hustle, the podcast for curious, ambitious, and open-minded women. If you want to raise your frequency, live an abundant, healthy lifestyle while pursuing your passions, you are exactly in the right place. If this is your vibe, pull up a chair and come sit with us. what is up you guys happy wednesday i am back for another episode of the holistic hustle and today we're going into a little bit of a life update so i wanted to tell you all about what's going on in my world and why i'm doing what i'm doing and i know a few of you follow me on social media but maybe some of you don't know what's going on in my life so here we go So I can't believe, first of all I can't believe it's November already, this year has gone so quickly it's insane and I just feel like I really wanted to plan out the next couple of months because otherwise they're going to go out, they're they're literally just going to disappear in front of my eyes and I won't have anything to show for it and I want to make them the last two best months of my year. So how can you make these last two months the best two months of your year? and start 2024 on a high, right? So the next couple of months are devoted to bringing growth and transformation personally and for my business. And that's going to be in the form of traveling, would you have known? Basically, I really realized a month, well, I've known this for a while, but I really realized I wanted to be location free. You guys know me. You know that I love to travel. It's my passion. It brings me so much joy. The feeling of booking a flight, getting on the flight, arriving, and just exploring, even if it's just going to the local supermarket, is just incredible to me. I love it. Like, I can't tell you anything better apart from the gym. (laughs) I can't tell you anything better. And... Honestly, it wasn't necessarily that I was unhappy with where I was. I loved personal training in in like a personal space. I drove to the client's house. I I was doing a hybrid version. So I was also doing some online. So that's what gave me a taste for it. But I do really love the in-person coaching. But I just felt this feeling deep down within in my stomach in my gut instinct in my soul that I really needed a change like I've been doing personal training nutrition coaching and kind of moving into this holistic coaching sphere for a while now but I originally started nearly nine years ago and I just I've been doing the same thing for almost nine years and I just really felt like I needed a change and I needed a new challenge, a new purpose, a new path and you know I've loved every minute of it but it's time to build something new, I just felt it and I know you've probably been in that situation before, I know whether it be complete change of career or something that you just literally are unhappy with right now, maybe it's like your morning routine or it's your um, I don't know what you do at the weekend, maybe you want to switch it up a bit I wanted to go into that a little bit more detail of how you can do that in this episode and tell you a little bit about how I'm doing it for myself. So I especially know that I know so much more than I did back then and I have so much more experience, right? Like you grow, even if you're not actively taking courses or you have more life experience, you have more of an opinion what you want and what you don't want and like I said I have so much experience in the industry, I've done so many courses, I've done all these things that I just realized I have so much more to give than just in personal coaching one-to-one. I wanted to reach so many more of you with my expertise through online coaching, that's part of why I built or well, I created the holistic hustle so I could come to you while you're walking your dogs or whatever you're doing and I could bring you a little bit more long form content because I feel like the reels and the the posts just don't really cut it sometimes. So yeah, I, I've started to feel like this this these itchy feet, right? And how do we usually feel like we need a change? Well, I often see it in my clients. They come in and or they book a call with me and they say they're unhappy with where they are, they're unhappy with who they are, or maybe they just have a feeling of feeling icky or stuck. Maybe it's been a few months that they felt like that, or maybe it's been years. You know, sometimes we can just get stuck in a rut and keep going and going in these, in something that maybe doesn't really serve us anymore. And all it takes is like to wake up one day and realize this is not what I want. This, maybe, maybe this is something that used to serve me, but it doesn't anymore. Or I've seen it also with many women who have just had a baby and they want to just feel like more like themselves again. Find the groove that is navigating motherhood and putting your baby first. And that's what you've been doing for a while now, but it's also finding that parallel path for you to also look after yourself too. Because You can't really pour from an empty cup, right? And maybe you've been feeling like you've been doing that for a while. You've been putting your energy so much externally that it's now time to bring the energy back in, refill your cup and make yourself feel good again. And I want to note that it really does take courage to admit that you're not quite where you want to be and that you actually decide, you make a decision and you decide to take action to change it. And that can be in the form of something big like you doing a course like that you always wanted to do or you join a new workout program or you hire a coach for accountability for a new workout program. Whatever it may be. It can also be the tiny things though as well like committing to yourself, that you'll go to a morning walk each day. Like these small acts of willpower can also be a really nice way and a courageous way to start implementing small changes to build up to the bigger things and especially if change scares you and you're a creature of habit which we all are in many ways but if you like to take things a bit slower you can even start doing the small things like today. All you have to do is have the courage to admit that you're not quite where you are and take a step to move forward whatever that that may be. And yeah, like I said, I get it. Getting out of your comfort zone can seem scary, but it's it's courage to make a decision that you want to change, but it's also, you know, courageous finding the answer, looking for a solution, getting curious and asking yourself, "Okay, it doesn't have to be like this. How can I change it? What do I need to learn? What skills do I need to learn? How can I grow? Who who do I need to put myself in the room with or be around?" To make those changes. Very often it can be difficult to do it ourselves. God, I'm a coach monster. Like I love having a coach. I've invested in myself in so many ways, in my business, in my mental health, my physical health. But obviously it doesn't have to be in that form. You can also watch YouTube videos or um, listen to podcasts, whatever it may be, download an app. But I definitely think it's courage, first of all, admitting that you're not quite where you want to be, then deciding you want to change, and then getting curious and asking yourself, how can I make that change? So for me, this transition has brought very many questions up. And one of them was, okay, how am I going to put myself and visualize myself as this new coach online and you may think that it's not that much of a difference but I can tell you the fear of moving online and changing essentially the way I do my business has been a really big wake-up call. It's been testing, it's been scary, I also launched a new course so it really felt like I was, that's fully online by the way, and it really felt like I was going into uncharted waters even though I've been here so long in this industry it still felt like I was going out into the open water didn't know what I was doing where I was going and so I booked myself in for a Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat this weekend and I mean I booked it a while ago it's come perfectly um if you don't know Dr. Joe Dispenza he's a well-renowned neuroscientist and chiropractic doctor and he has some best-selling books including the first one which I ever read was breaking the habit of being yourself which says does what it says on the tin it basically explains to you how you can change how can you how you can grow and become someone who you never like you'd look back in a year and think wow I don't even recognize myself and I was listening to some of his teachings this week and it really stuck with me that so often we look on the outside of us to see change. So we'll think, okay, well, what do I need to change in my environment? I'm feeling this negative emotion of feeling stuck, of feeling icky, of, and I don't really know what I want, but I just know that I don't wanna feel like that, right? And we think, oh, if I buy this new, if I buy these new clothes, I'll feel better. If I go out for drinks with my friends, I'll feel better. If I, I don't know, go on a date with someone new, I'll feel better but it's often not something that's on the external. It's definitely an emotion within us of dissatisfaction, but maybe we can't quite put our finger on it. And this really stuck with me because it's so true with my clients as well. I think very often we think of the, what's the next diet we can do? What's the next uh, workout program I can buy? But really to see long-term changes, We have to deal with that first, first, that emotion that's deep down within us that we're unhappy with, whether that be shame, guilt, um, feelings of overwhelm, anxiousness, depression, you know, all of those negative, icky, stuck feelings that we don't want, how do we deal with that first? And that's really about going inside ourselves rather than looking on the external, right so when we start to look on the external if we do go that route and we start to have more drinks to make us feel better or we start to eat the cookies to make us feel better that's when okay for a short term for a short time it will make us feel good but then we turn it into the next day and the next day and yeah it does feel good in that moment but in the long term is that actually an action that I want to take to get me to my goal probably not, if my goal is to be the highest best version of myself, to be connected to the universe and also feel grounded at the same time, to be able to achieve the goals, what are the goals that I want to achieve, do I want to feel healthy, do I want to feel thriving or do I just want to be coasting through life and just surviving, you know, what, what is it that I want, but when we look at these actions that we take day in day out and maybe we're not even conscious of them and so often we aren't conscious of them, the snacking, the buying clothes online, the buying flights—guilty, I have to say. <laughs> um, when it's all these tiny things that build up, and we're thinking deep down, our subconscious mind is like, "Oh, it's just another one of these that will make me feel better. Oh, just another one of these that will make me feel better." But we're not actually tackling the deep down emotion that where it's actually coming from—the the anxiousness, the overwhelm, something that's lodged in our nervous system right that's making us feel dysregulated or stuck that freeze fight or flight response you know of our nervous system it's looking at all of that and thinking okay is this what I really want. Are these actions taking me to where I want to go? We're not looking internally. We're not focusing on that inner feeling. But how do we focus on that inner feeling? Because often, like I said, it's subconscious. It's a feeling deep down that we can't even get to. It's so deeply rooted. And maybe if we have been doing this for years, maybe it's so deeply ingrained that it's difficult. Like you can't just get rid of it with just a bit of meditation or a bit of journaling or introspection sometimes these things can go so much deeper so 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 much deeper and I'm still on the journey honestly I don't want to sit here and preach to you guys and make you think like I've got all my shit sorted out I definitely don't I have had life coaches I right now I'm at a coach break I have to tell you I don't have a coach right now oh I lie, I have a business coach, <laughs> but I'm always looking to like improve in areas of my life. I definitely don't have my shit sorted out, 100%. No one ever does and no one ever will, you know? And even if they look like it from the outside, that is a red flag, okay? Don't trust them. So, so like I said before I went off on a tangent... I'm going to this Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat and it's basically a weekend of like meditation, breath work to really go and deep dive into my goal, my intention out of this weekend is to really deep dive into what's holding me back from becoming this vision who I want to be, this online coach, this leader this guide for you guys and teach everything i know because i i know i have all of this in me but there are some fears holding me back there are some doubts there are some it's it's i think it's completely normal to have that so that's what my intention was for this weekend i'm going to be surrounded by so many other people who are dedicating their time their efforts their energy to growth and transformation for three whole days If I don't come out feeling a new woman I want my money back (laughs) but yeah you get in you get out of it what you put in I'm really trying to focus on changing that internal narrative for myself rather than looking at the external things okay what can I add on my social media what can I do here what can I do there Um, I'm really trying to look and focus out how can I become a better person And yeah, like I just mentioned, I do have a business coach. I'm also going to Miami the following weekend and doing a whole business retreat weekend. So if that's not dedication to the cause, I don't know what is. And I feel like it's going to be a heavy two weekends, but it will be so nice to just be surrounded by other people who get it. So if you're feeling really alone in this journey of change and transformation, if you are starting to get curious about change and wanting to become a better person, maybe leave some negative habits behind, maybe leave some negative thoughts behind even, maybe leave some negative people behind. I know it can be really isolating when none of your friends are on the journey, when maybe even your partner isn't on the journey of creating a healthier lifestyle, it can feel like you're, it can definitely feel like you're doing it on your own, but just know there are people out there who definitely are into the same things that you are, and the quicker you surround yourself with those people, the more successful you're going to be the happier you're going to be, because it will feel like you have a community, and that's essentially what I wanted for the Soul Shape Plan as well, my online coaching that's like 10 or 12 weeks, so I changed it from a one-to-one coaching to a group coaching course, because I wanted the women in there to feel like they weren't alone, it wasn't just me coaching them, it was me coaching a group of women who are into the same things, who really want the same future and the same outcome, not 100% everybody's different but you know what I mean the same they're moving in the same trajectory and that's up that's positive that's making changes it's getting curious it's finding out how can I be better and obviously a big part of that that is the polarity of rest how can I also rest more how can I look after myself more how can I set more boundaries what is it that I need to implement into my life that is going to get me closer to happiness and fulfillment and purpose? Because those are three really big things that will make us feel better long term. It's not just the diet. It's not just the brand new car. Those things are nice, but it's also looking at the things inside of you and what gives me this feeling of fulfillment, happiness and purpose. And so, I wanted to share with you a really great way today to start internalizing change for yourself. And how can you do that? What are small ways that you can make change for yourself that will have a huge, and I kid you not, a huge impact on your life and how you are and how you feel and how you think? And this might, this blew my mind a little bit to start with so maybe you've heard of the five love languages if you haven't these are five ways in which you generally in which you show your partner how you love them so number one love language is words of affirmation So maybe some of these ring true for you, you can write them down, or there's even a test that you can do online. But the first one is words of affirmation. So when we think of this one, it's things like frequently saying I love you or saying compliments or words of appreciation, like thank you so much for doing that for me. Thank you so much for picking the kids up from school. Having clear communication about how you feel. So affirming that that they're, like reassuring them in the relationship and actively listening. The second love language is, is gifts. Some of you might say, Oh no, I don't love the gift, but honey, I'm sure you do. Like getting even like a small little note of appreciation or like saying, I love you on a note or just like a little flower. It doesn't have to cost anything. Or you can love the big things, you know, the, I don't know, we see it online, the cars, the watches, the jewelry, whatever it may be. That's another way to show your love for someone else, Um, giving gifts and making those gestures. The third love language is active service. So this is like being helpful around the house. This is taking the kids to school, making your partner a coffee or just doing the laundry. You know, it can be the big task or the small menial task, but many people see this as it's, it's a love language. You might see it like uh, the the mums that love to make us dinner, or um the, the grandmother that loves to do all these things for you while you're there for her, maybe she's even going to do your washing, I don't know, but anyway, the fourth love language is quality time, this is one, this is my top one, personally, I show, I think time is our biggest asset, you can never get your time back, so I don't know a better way than to show my partner love than to spend time with them. This is definitely things like going for walks, going on small adventures, weekend getaways, you know, uninterrupted, concentrated conversation with the two of you. And then the last one is physical touch. So this is quite a divided one because I think you either love those touchy signs of affection, or maybe you think they're just completely in your space. But it doesn't just mean sex or intimacy, it can also just be cuddling on the couch, holding hands, kissing, right? So those are the five love languages. Now, we know this in the conventional way of how can I show my partner this love language, but... I'm going to flip the switch for a second and I'm going to ask you to show yourself. First of all, work out what your love languages are. And second of all, how can you show yourself these love languages? So often we're so fixated on showing other people on the outside or our partners, our kids, our mums, whatever, whoever it may be. we're, We're fixated on the external and showing them all the love and affection and giving them all our energy and how can we make them happy? But how can you make yourself happy? When was the last time you gave yourself words of affirmation? And maybe you feel silly looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you are beautiful, you are this, you are that. But it doesn't have to be like that. You can write yourself a letter. You can tell yourself all the great things that you've done over the past year. You know, show yourself a little bit of appreciation. Listen to yourself. What does your body need? What is your body telling you and symptoms? And and are you feeling some pain? Are you feeling some, are you feeling like you need to take a break and you're just plowing on through thinking that you can do everything? When actually you need to give yourself some words of affirmation and you need to listen to your body. Number two, gift. When was the last time you treated yourself? I mean, again, it doesn't have to be big, but I bought myself a weekend retreat away, which is going to give me so much energy back, I hope. <laughs> I will let you guys know how it goes. How can you give yourself a gift? How, how can you appreciate yourself with a gift, whether it be big or small? Giving yourself a small gesture. Maybe it's going to the coffee shop in the morning, getting a coffee. Treating yourself to something. The third one, act of service. What is the thing that you have been putting off for so long? you know making how can you make your daily tasks easier can you meal prep for yourself to make your life easier what is future you going to say thank you so much you did that for me because it's really helped me out this week again we 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 so often look at like friends and family how we can help them how can we please them but when it's for ourselves we find it really hard to set those boundaries and say to ourselves actually I'm not going to do that this week. I'm going to help myself. I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to prioritize myself. Quality time. When was the last time you dedicated some time just for yourself? Can you spend time just with yourself? And if not, usually it comes down to having or avoiding some kind of icky, sticky feeling that you're not happy with right now. Can you listen to your own thoughts? Can you, can you spend time with yourself? And if not, why not? One of the best things you can do for yourself, I honestly, this is my deep down belief, is that spending time alone can really help you develop a better understanding of who you are and what you like, what you like about yourself. What are the things that you love to do? Not just going with the flow with what everybody else says, but actually taking some introspection and thinking about what do I like to do? what, what How do I wanna spend my time? Is how I'm spending my time right now beneficial? Like we said at the beginning of this podcast, is it beneficial? Is it moving me towards my goal? And if you don't even know your goal, take that alone time or quality time that you're gonna have with yourself and work out what are the goals that you wanna have. And then the last one, physical touch. I mean, you can hug yourself. I have to tell you a little story. So I did a meditation. I was going through a really tough time. I did a meditation and I was trying to connect with like a younger form of myself, my inner child and kind of give her the words of affirmation and the, the love that I really wanted to hear in a specific memory where I maybe didn't hear or feel from the people around me what I wanted to hear and what kind of dysregulated me and it was a very stressful memory and in that moment i really felt like little me needed a hug so in the meditation i gave myself a huge hug now have you ever given yourself a hug or if you have when was the last time you gave yourself a hug and i guarantee you this feels so much better than you think like you might think it feels weird but i promise you it feels so nice it feels so comforting So physical touch doesn't necessarily mean you have to get intimate, but that's also a great way. So go ahead and do it if you want to. It's definitely a great way to kind of get in touch with how do you feel. You could give yourself a massage. You could just check in with your body. What sensations do you feel? Do a body scan. Feel every single chakra throughout your body. Meditation is also where you're holding your heart and really trying to connect with your heart center how can you connect with yourself more? And using these love languages are a great way to do that. I hope that's helped. (laughs) I kind of went off on a tangent on this one, but it was something that I really felt like I wanted to talk about seeing as I'm going away this weekend and I'm really trying to focus on that internal change and what I can do for myself rather than focus on the external which is one of the things I really think a lot of people struggle with let me know if you enjoyed this podcast episode as always if you enjoyed it please share it on socials or in an email however you want to share it and definitely give it a rating if you enjoyed it I would love to screenshot it if you want send me a picture I would love to hear from you and with that being said thank you so much for tuning in have a great week and I will see you here next Wednesday